Praise God, family. We serve a great and mighty God. And I just want to tell you that I thank you for joining. We are Family Prayer Line. And we are family, whether by DNA or the blood of Jesus or inquiring minds that are looking for prayer. We are all connected. And I love each and every one of you. And I'm so joyful. I am so excited because God is my focus. I want to share with you how I woke up at 5 a.m. with a tickle in my throat. And I didn't want to wake my husband. So I went into my prayer closet and I began to study the word. And I looked in my journal, and I realized the tickle represented my need to speak the word of God. Hallelujah. And I saw a prayer from January 23rd, 2021, that I want to share with you. My prayer was, wow, thank you, Lord, that you woke me up. With my mind on Jesus, I seek you, Lord, to know you and to love you forevermore. You alone are worthy. So thank you, Lord, for my family. Hallelujah. Family, I love you so much. And I thank God because my prayer was from my heart for you. And when I read the Bible, the Lord took me to the prayer that Paul had for the believers. And I want to talk to you a little bit about that. And I want us to focus on Colossians chapter 1, verses 9 through 14. But there's so much richness in this prayer that and to do it justice. I'm only going to probably be able just to cover verse 9. I want to start with reading it to you. And I hope that I just don't start in tears because I'm one of those saved people that I just start crying because I just thank the Lord so much. But it reads, for this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. We continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God. Family, the prayer goes on, but I don't want to go beyond the time that I've always established because I believe that's what the Holy Spirit makes me mindful of. But that was verses 9 and 10. There is such richness in that, and it is so appropriate for today because family, Paul had to talk to the Colossians about people that lied. The church of Colossus had false teachers, and Paul had to establish 
the true gospel of Christ so that they would not fall to the side. Hallelujah. And so Paul had to dispel the false teachings that portrayed Jesus Christ as not being totally adequate and able for complete redemption, which means Jesus Christ wasn't sufficient to cover our sins. And we know that's not the truth. But Paul wanted to make certain that the Colossians didn't fall prey to false teachings, to lies, to misrepresentations. Aren't we dealing with that? So when Paul talks to the Colossians, he's talking to us as believers too, because we got some crazy stuff going on within our country. The darts continue to fall, but to God be the glory, because he already knows the plan, and none of this was new to him. So let us look at that scripture, how he prayed for us. And so Paul told us he desired that we be filled with the knowledge of God's will. Family, the only way to make certain that we don't fall prey to lies and myths is by reading and studying God's word. We are told to get wisdom. Proverbs 1:7 tells us the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Proverbs 2, 6, for the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. Hallelujah, family. The book of Proverbs was written by King Solomon. Y'all know who that is. He was a man that chose wisdom over riches but ended up with both. Thank you, Jesus. Paul, in Colossians 1, verses 9 through 14, and looking at verse 9, connected the knowledge of God's will as a combination of wisdom and spiritual understanding. Hallelujah. And we know it's understanding that lets us apply our understanding to solve problems. And it's wisdom that makes the understanding able to be practical. Because you've heard book smart as having knowledge obtained from study and books, but implying that someone lacks understanding of the world or common sense. Hallelujah. We need to have wisdom that allows it to be practical. Because to have wisdom and spiritual understanding, we need to have a deep and thorough knowledge of the will of God. That is finally and completely revealed in God's word. For example, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 3 through 6 reads, It is God's will that you should be sanctified, that you should avoid sexual immorality, that each of you should learn to control your own body in a way that is holy and honorable, not in passionate lust 
like the pagans who do not know God, and that in this matter no one should wrong or take advantage of a brother or sister. Aren't these guidelines on what God does respect of his children? Isn't that just like us as parents? Don't we tell our children what is necessary to succeed and what might give them difficulty? So we got to stay in the word. And once you stay in the word, gather your family. For if you don't tell your family about the goodness of God, who will? I think about my mother who used to always ask, do you have a scripture? And if I didn't have one, she didn't judge me. She simply gave me a scripture. And that's what led me into reading about the word of God. Because I had a mother that lived a life that showed her to be different. And that's what we are called to do. We have the word in us. We know what to do. God and the Holy Spirit will give us strength to do it. And that's my prayer for us family. I want you to know that one of the very basic scriptures that was given to me by my mother was Romans 10.9. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So every generation, from the oldest to the youngest, we need to speak the word. Grandmothers, speak over those grandbabies. Get the tickle out of your throat and replace it with the word of God. Hallelujah. And if there's anyone that doesn't know Christ is their personal Savior, it's the ABC prayer. Lord, I A admit that I am a sinner, and I B believe that God gave his only begotten Son, so I C confess that Christ is the Son of God and was raised from the dead so that I may have everlasting life. So thank you, Lord, for saving me. Hallelujah. Now, if you said that prayer, connect with the Bible teaching church to grow in the knowledge of the Lord. So family, let us pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for calling us out of darkness into your marvelous light. Lord, I thank you for the way that you cover us and that you protect us and that you meet our every need. Lord, I pray that we do not become weary in doing well, but that you give us the strength. And Lord, I pray that though the evil lurks around us, it is under your wings that keep us under protection. And Lord, you alone are worthy to be praised. And I thank you for the wisdom and the spiritual understanding that you promised that we would have. And I say, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. For we do desire to walk worthy of you, Lord, and to be pleasing and to be fruitful in every good work. And, Lord, we have some that are 
grieving for the loss of loved ones. Comfort them, Lord, and let us love on them. Let them not want for anything. And dear Lord, we have some that are going to surgery, but we know that you are a healer, and so we can go into that surgery with peace because it will be you, Lord, that will be guiding the hands and covering within the room of, for the surgery. So we thank you, Lord. And dear Lord, we know that we have loved ones that are going through things, and we surrender those things to you, God, that you would give them the peace, that you would give them the understanding to let them know that they are an overcomer. And Lord, raise us up as prayer warriors. Send a revival and let it start with us. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. So family, Thank you for joining. We are Family Prayer Line. And until next time, goodbye.